0: welcome good listeners to another episode of april's the cruelest month we are here with our pick apart for our latest main uh, content on the channel called the love in the time of hitler and i am very grateful to be joined uh this evening with the cast uh of this crazy rom dramedy time travel baby killing expedition like lots of things happen in this so uh, i'm going to kick it off and uh if you would all introduce yourselves, our wonderful guest, Tamara, with you. Sure,
1: yeah. Good talk. Hi, I'm Tamara Fritz. I am a uh, voice actress primarily, and it was uh, super fun. I played La- Lana and Clara,
0: I believe. Your your robot AI voice, like, helped <laughs> me to sleep now. out. Like, I kind of just want that to be my alarm clock going. I would, I would in, in an instant, I would do that for myself. <laughs> Amazing. Um, and uh, the gentleman, if I may.
2: Yes. Hello. My name is Mateo Urban. I am also a voice actor uh, and I played. Their name is. I'm bad at remembering That's names.
1: A... How long this takes. Jonathan
2: <laughs> Hildebrand, of course. In. Dodger is his name that they refer to in the script. Originally, when I was workshopping it, it was Jonathan Hildebrand. Um, I swear to God, I listened to it earlier today. I'm just very bad with names. I was Dodger. Move on
0: beyond me, please. Well, as, as Mateo, as you, you go through the existential crisis of trying to figure out who you are, I'm going to kick it over to our last, but certainly not least, uh, cast member.
3: Hi, I'm Heather, and I'm not an actor, um, and somehow I got roped into playing Osiris.
0: You notice I did not call you the actor, I called you the cast member. It's true. Just, see, I'm, I'm trying to be aware and be better at that. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you all. So this is Pick Apart. This is basically uh, sort of our chance to sort of discuss a little bit behind the scenes, uh, some of the tried and true tropes, how we got to play with it in this piece, and this is also uh, at any point, you can interrupt and just ask me any question you feel like, and I have to answer. Why? Uh, because <laughs> that's what Kelly Monroe Johnston told me this to be. So, so, at any point in time, feel free. This is as much a conversation as it is uh, an interview. Why?
1: Yeah, at least you're honest. <laughs> no,
2: I guess I'll start off. Why were you so compelled to switch it from Jonathan Hildebrand to Dodger? I thought that was such a strange so, choice to confuse me that
0: way. The, the reason is I just didn't think Jonathan Hildebrand was futuristic enough. Mm. I feel like by the time we get to the 2300s, all names will be shortened really to, to one name mm. if, if we really get there. Madonna, I mean, sure. I know Cyrus technically has another like a last name, but no one's ever going to call her by that last name, except on very rare legal occasion.
3: Sure. Uh-oh. Once again, so far ahead of her time.
0: I totally agree with this. I think Osiris in this piece is absolutely, without question, the most forward-thinking of the whole lot. I think that is how I do. So, John, really, kind of around,
1: backward thinking, if you really think about it.
0: Well, I think that all time depend, travel <laughs> doesn't that all depend on your your view of the flow of time? I That's mean, true.
3: She's thinking about her future son's life, so really forward-thinking. Okay, yeah.
0: She's operating in the She's Going back
3: in time because she's thinking about the future.
0: Exactly, but for her, that is her future. That she's going backwards in time. It's all linear, going ahead. For God, what did we do? What did we do? This is well. Now
1: we're going to just talk about the causality of time and how it relates. (laughs)
0: boy i'm i'm having some questions about that right now um so but yes so so uh, this is a weird kind of kooky little rom-com of a, of a script about going back in time and trying to prevent hitler from ever being born um so uh, a question for the group uh tomorrow i'd like to start with you if you could go back in time and prevent hitler from ever being born or kill hitler would you do it I'd probably give it
1: a shot, yeah. You think so? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It just seems like the right thing to do. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's, it's difficult morally,
0: and I'd probably, like, you
1: know, <laughs> turn myself over to the time cops immediately. But,
0: like... <laughs> the temporal time agency.
1: Yeah. I think this is, like, the best case scenario, though. Like, absolutely. This is, like, the ideal way to deal with the problem. <laughs>
0: Well, as opposed to sort of, like, don't let the child be born, not just, like, go back and have to do something, like, really gruesome and horrible. Is that sort of what you're...
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want to have to kill a baby.
0: <laughs> like, that's, that would suck. Yeah, but yeah. that was the only way to do it.
1: I mean, I, I, I would say, yeah.
3: you know, in this story, we, we, we admit that, like, World War II is going to happen regardless. So I don't think killing them solves a the problem. I would just, like, get them into art school
1: yeah yeah just like get him accepted like bribe somebody there you go
0: if he'd had a scholarship there's no way he would have invaded poland he would have been too busy
1: trying to keep up with bills yeah
0: oh (laughs) have you seen some of his paintings because i actually looked them up i mean he was terrible with with human figures he really needed to work on anatomy
3: so are a lot of people that's why they paint bulls of fruit it's probably
1: why they should go to school for
3: it well
2: even his his pictures of like buildings have the, the earlier ones especially they've got doors that disappear into floors and are like you look at them for a while i
1: have to i have to look these up i've never
3: they're, I've never,
2: they're, uh,
0: they're amazing they're better than <laughs> Man. anything i could ever do so
1: i mean yeah i i can't do anything with art so look.
0: It, between between John Wayne Gacy and Adolf Hitler, Adolf really was way ahead in terms of artistic talent. There's no question. Okay.
1: Artistic talent, okay. there was some, but morals are just kind of like on the ground. About the same?
0: <laughs> I feel like we've really solved the problem, though, that what matters is that we can avoid all genocide if people would just go to art school. Mm. Like this is-
1: I think I think that would solve a lot of problems. <laughs>
0: Like I'm not gonna take over a country right now or try and take over the world, and there's no way having gone to art school I would have the means to do so. Mm. Like you just don't learn that aspect of the educational process. Yeah, I don't think
1: of- that's a, a a basic requirement to graduate.
0: No, I will say I, I <laughs> would argue that probably Heather could find a way to take over the world. I have said this to her on on occasion. If she ever chose to use her power, it sounds
3: for boring. Oh,
0: too. It sounds easy. like a lot of work. <laughs> And this is why it will never happen, and I'm very grateful for it on several. <laughs> oh
3: yeah, like, he has he has some skill. I'm I'm looking at. Yeah, you looked it up. Yeah, yeah. He's he's not. He's definitely better than Gacy. Definitely better than Gacy. Absolutely. Um, but they're boring, so I I, I get it.
0: Yeah, no, very, <laughs> they, It almost feels like a sort of meditative practice for him. He chose very like boring, nondescript sort of. Background. Everything is beige. Yeah, he wasn't great with colors, but I mean, look at the uniforms. Are you surprised? That's true. Mm. Ship brown. (laughs) Ship brown. brown. (laughs) Ship brown. Good call back. I appreciate it. Someone listened to the episode today. I thank you. Um, So hopefully, dear listeners, before you jumped into this, you will have listened to the episode that went live last week. It's not
1: spoilers.
0: Unbelievable spoilers are happening (laughs) all the way through this. Like, we're not even going to pretend.
2: Hitler did cause some bad things, in case you haven't read that far ahead.
1: Yeah, spoilers for history, actually. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Is it a spoiler? It already happened. I don't know. well yeah but like they might like the the listeners might not be caught up on like season, on history uh, that's true 1944
0: I guess have you we seen only seen start the at zero public education system it's very likely they have no idea who Adolf Hitler was it's, Oof. like it's, that's sad look some of our listeners didn't even see Shrek in theaters so what? I don't put anything past them <gasps> that, to be okay. fair uh,
3: to be fair yeah for for my eighth grade world history class we watched the mummy about 27 times but the class was only 45 minutes which means i watched the first 45 minutes of the mummy and i've never finished the movie to this day so
0: i think for halloween you and tyler should absolutely (laughs) Head and the
3: just just the back half no i seen the first half, half. i'm good
0: minute 46 until the end that's it including the opening credits i assume you had to watch the opening credits every time yeah i think so all right i will i will open this up to you uh any favorite stories involving time travel i'm not saying time travel stories but stories that incorporate time travel because i i know someone on this call absolutely hates time travel um so matteo i'm gonna kick it off to you oh. what are some of your favorite stories incorporating time travel uh
2: da, 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 da. Oh, i'm afraid to say them because they are spoilers
0: um no uh,
2: the, give it to okay, me okay the, the one that immediately like uh just kind of grips into my heartstrings is oh, shit, what the hell, uh 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 M- modica magica uh w magic? oh no just because uh it, it it's not just the the idea of going back and forth in time but having to repeat over and over and over until your heart just sags down with the the helplessness of it i don't know there's something about that that uh, speaks to me deeply um and a- any yeah. kind of narrative that requires one person to go through with a uh, an endless cassandra complex just uh for whatever reason really really touches me deeply
0: uh-huh. Well, and you see that trope is used a lot now, especially as sort of like bottle episodes for, for television. It feels like every genre show has to have an episode in which you repeat the same day. The, the Groundhog Day episode, yeah. right? In-
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, tomorrow, I'm thinking of you? like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I, I do like the the repeating like Groundhog Day kind of effect thing, and I think some some media has done it better than others. Um, it does feel like it's kind of everywhere, so it's like a mixed bag. Um, for me, I think my favorite time travel thing though has to be like, and I'm I'm harkening back to like my early days <laughs> in like early college, late high school. Uh, I watched a lot of Doctor Who. Uh... <laughs> And uh, the Vincent Van Gogh episode just kills me every time. Oh,
0: it's beautiful. It's yeah.
1: You take him into the future and they show him like, hey, people appreciate your work. And it's just like, damn. Mm,
0: how It's such a bittersweet ending, too. And it almost it almost sort of mimics this, this story that we worked on together in that history did not change in that sense. Like, he's still, yeah. despite being given that gift of seeing what his work would eventually do, it wasn't enough to keep him from... From his unfortunate, sad end. Yeah. Uh, also, what a prolific painter was he! I it's it's an insane amount of work. Did in a he very go to short... art
1: school though?
0: <laughs> he tried. i I'm not. I,
1: not sure. think, I he think, he think he was an out. apprentice.
3: Yeah, he... I don't. I don't know if he went to art school. Was art school a thing when Van Gogh was alive?
1: Oh, even? most certainly. I sure. think. Sure. Yeah. We'll go with that. I don't know. <laughs> I know that, like, one of my favorite quotes just ever came from, uh, like, a letter he wrote to his brother. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just, like, one of the little pieces of positivity in all of his his art and everything. Um, It's uh, translated, obviously, but it's something like, uh, if I'm worth anything later, I am worth something now. Oh. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, like... You know, if if I'm not in a good headspace or something, I have it like set as like one of my backgrounds on one of my work monitors. So I'm just awesome.
0: like,
3: I love that.
0: Yeah, that's really good. It's <laughs> really nice. Well, and and now Heather, over to you. Any any favorite stories incorporating time travel?
3: Yeah, I hate time travel yep. um, <laughs> stories. And that's not like I don't think they're bad or anything. I just uh, the the gimmick of time travel does nothing for me um but and this is narcissistic in any way shape or form but uh <laughs> I, I had a comic i'm working on right now is one of probably my favorite time travel stories i didn't create it i'm just editing it so um but it's called time before time um it's on sale now you can check it out at any local comic shop um by declan shelby Rory mcconville and um joe palmer and
0: latest issue right here i'm I'm there you go fantastic read listeners definitely make it a point go to your local comic shop
3: yeah and basically the way time travel operates in in this story is um in the future once gangs have been able to or once scientists have been able to harness time travel gangs treat time periods as their territory so like a gang owns you know the 1980s or a gang owns you know the 2100s and that's their territory and so they'll smuggle people back to like you know better times or different times or you know that's so cool technology and stuff like like that concept yeah and so it's about like just general turf war stuff but you know how how time affects that and
0: um it's a gangster book incorporating time travel. yeah, which is very yeah cool.
3: Like it's not about time travel. Time travel is just a plot device in it. That's fair yeah. <laughs> so that's that's why I can tolerate it.
0: <laughs> so so I guess we should we should talk about the work a little bit. I'm sorry this has been a lot of fun though just going into like all of our what- ifs uh, with with time travel and we will do more of that I promise in just a minute. I'm very interested, uh, Matteo, with you, because you do a lot of dubbing work from, from what I've seen. So mm-hmm. how do you approach an audio piece like this versus a dub in terms of Where where does the overlap happen for your approach? Uh, what are some of the differences, if you found any, in terms of it?
2: Yeah, I would say the, the main thing is there isn't the constraint of having to, like, match to lips. Uh, so there's a lot more freedom in that. Uh, there's not a specific like a character visual that i'm basing off of so there's a lot more freedom um and a lot more that can just kind of develop naturally within the actual session uh and beforehand uh uh yeah i would say that's the main
0: difference so for for dubs though do you have any favorite dubs that you're like oh that was so good like are there any particular projects that you're like that was some excellent dubbing oh uh, that i've seen yeah, that you've seen. Are there are there any that you hold up and people go like, "Oh, oh dubbing is just saying the the same lines, right?" No, no, no. Here's the art form. This uh, is what. You yeah, uh,
2: I would say the the it's relatively recent. But when I saw Lupaul, uh, or Lupin mm-hmm. on Netflix, uh, it took me until the third episode to realize that it was being dubbed over, and that was such uh, an amazing uh, realization. Uh, as someone who has to watch everything with subtitles anyways, um, just because I, I have bad ears, uh, it, it was such a, a wonderful experience to suddenly realize, wait a minute, this is in French? Uh, and then to have the, <laughs> all the, the, the pieces jumbled together and then realize just how, how what, what immense work must have gone in to making that happen to match those real-life actors. Um, so that, that absolutely blew my mind. Would highly recommend it. Season two out now i'll plug it
0: I, sure i have not seen it yet <laughs> i have not started it Ooh. it's on my queue to watch i really really need to to see it my partner is not a big fan of mm. subtitles so it's one of those like where i gotta build it in when she's not watching <laughs> with me basically well it's one i feel that yeah, yeah. you can watch
2: it without subtitles and lose almost nothing like, yeah i'll use the dub
0: so uh so tomorrow Tell me a little bit sort of your your journey in here, because you you are primarily voiceover worker. Do you also do uh, sort of theater as well? Or or how did you come into it?
1: Uh, no, I kind of have a face for radio, so <laughs> I mainly do voiceover work. I've never done like any theater live thing ever. Um, but I uh, I've been working in voiceover since like, ooh. As a professional since 2014, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, <laughs> and for fun since like 2011, I think I traced How did you. It get back. started.
0: What was your um, what was your first gig?
1: Well, I I was still in college, uh, you know, pre-dropout life, <laughs> and I was like, I was I was reading Shakespeare in a Shakespeare class, and uh, my professor pulled me aside, and he was like, Hey. I, I just want you to know that you should act. And that was it. That was the only reason he pulled me aside. Um, and I was like, huh. So, like, a couple of years later, um, you know, I was doing some like comic dubs with my friends and things like that. And I ended up meeting a couple like professionals and just doing our silly like fan works and uh, like original content dubs and stuff like that. Um, and uh, wound up getting like involved with like actually professionally doing it. So <laughs> I have my whole studio, I have everything here. I do some ADR work from my home studio in Columbus, Ohio where I'm based. Uh, <laughs> so nothing too fancy, but I mean, it's something.
0: What are some dream roles? Like are there, are there certain characters on your bucket list that you'd love to, to voice at some point?
1: I mean, I'd love to do anime. Absolutely. Um, like one of these days, I'll get it. <laughs> <Interesting>,
0: <laughs> um, any, like franchise, you'd love to. to one get Piece. One Piece. One Piece. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I just like pirates. Um, but other than that, like I love video games. So um, like video games are really my passion. Um, and I think I'd really love to do something like expansive and like RPG based. That's like my dream. <laughs> Very
0: cool. So so now turning over to the, the non-actor of the group, Heather. Um, you say you're a non-actor, but can you talk a little bit about, I know that in college you actually did study acting. You studied filmmaking and sort of go into a little bit. Did you have any favorite roles back then that you were working on? or Shh, don't tell them. Uh,
3: yeah, no. We can yeah, edit so, this out. <laughs> no, <it's, laughs> yeah, fix fine. it in post, it's fine. It's <laughs> fine, it's fine. Uh, you hear that, Josh? Um Yeah, no, so my background is in (laughs) theater and film production. Um, You know, growing up, I wanted to be an actor until I didn't. Um, I used to do it professionally until I didn't. Um, And, you know, I discovered I just kind of like being behind the scenes and, like, making the cool things happen um, without any of the attention. So, um, you know, my favorite stuff that I got to do is is a lot of the fight choreography and stunt work stuff um that I, you know, I worked on professionally with the Michigan Shakespeare Festival and toured with them all throughout college. Um and you know, coming up with the most gruesome way to kill children on stage is my passion. <laughs> um
0: metaphorically yeah. and literally. Yeah. There uh, you go.
3: <laughs> Matthew said that, not me
0: Um. (laughs) true so now wait what what um because you you gave me the laundry list at one point but what what are some of the the fighting styles and weapons that you have you've uh trained in for fight choreography
3: oh yeah so um my favorite is rapier dagger uh i like to call it like peter pan style um so uh that's a lot of fun um unarmed hand-to-hand stuff Uh, i love doing falls falls are a lot of fun um and i am not certified in quarterstaff i want to get certified i've done a lot of training broadsword um i have done a lot of lightsaber training I was as well say- yeah uh Very i've taken a lot of classes lead. in that so that's <laughs> it's fun that is so cool Amazing. yeah
0: Oh, yes. And and I I thank you. I have been the benefactor of some of your fight choreography um, (laughs) in in the past. And I'm hoping we will again at some point um, when when it is safe to do theater in the world. So, all right. I want to bring it back a little bit to to time travel. Mateo. If you were given the option to go anywhere back in time, anywhere, any place, anything. I will even give you three so you don't have to make that terrible, terrible choice. Where and when would you go?
2: Uh first, naturally go back, see myself being born, uh, and
0: fix everything that's gone wrong since then. <laughs> Second I like how you said naturally. You would naturally like that is the most natural thing.
3: Obviously, <laughs> I'd go back Obviously. to witness my own birth.
2: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> what i would do you that's know? the only
2: logical choice uh and since i've got other options i would go all the way back to the dinosaur age uh just for a little bit of peace and quiet and then third oh maybe uh i would go to you know what 1920s chicago probably very dangerous but um some pretty snazzy suits and prohibition so <laughs> yeah okay.
1: take like take like a bunch of just our alcohol back in time sneak it in and those like little like fake things to cover it up and then hand those off <laughs> I'm oh, sure that'll man. be great
2: set up my own time gangster situation absolutely exactly. hold on
3: yeah but like here's the thing the reason prohibition was prohibition back in the day was because they were drinking alcohol that killed you <laughs> like you know we we figured that shit out so if you brought back the good stuff
2: yeah, yeah i can make a killing theoretically Or literally. Or literally, if I choose to poison it. And then I just have to serve some liquor to baby Hitler and bada bing, bada boom, that's four. I got four for the price (laughs) of three choices.
0: Well, I think in in the 1920s, you're talking about art school Hitler, but still, I think you could get him. Yeah, I think I can get him.
1: Yeah, it's it's fine. Well, yeah, because he
3: didn't get in, get some drunk instead.
2: Exactly. Maybe that enhances art. Maybe he wouldn't have to die.
0: Just get him some weapons. Yeah. I've <laughs> we him we him discovered abs. several alternate ways. People are like, you oh, got to go back and kill Hitler. It's like, no, we have found that there are several other ways we could have avoided.
3: He just needs to find his passion that isn't killing Jews.
1: Yeah.
0: So true. Also, so discovered true. ketamine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, Tamara, your turn. Where when would you go? Give me
1: three. Uh, 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 okay. I I probably go back to, like, caveman times and (laughs) see their art and stuff. Uh, I think that would be kind of neat to preserve. Um, oh, God. I'd go to Woodstock, and I'd go to, um...
0: 69, not 99, right?
1: Oh, yeah, no, 69,
0: absolutely. (laughs) Just making sure, just making sure.
1: Uh... You know, I'd probably go, like, see some, like, cool stuff that, that we can't see. Maybe Pompeii or something.
0: Nice. Like, before or after? I was I, That was my follow-up, yeah. Pre-
1: uh, Preferably before. Oh. <laughs> and not before during or go, after.
0: Would you go, like, the day before it happened or the day of it happened? Would you, like, want to see? No, no, I'm start? not Chance
1: and Chance. Oh. Like, <laughs> like what if it shorts out and I can't get back? <laughs> that would suck.
2: You don't want a magic tree house, this no way mm-hmm. god though
1: i read those like crazy
0: <laughs> well said,
2: I, well said. I, I do notice you didn't say naturally go back to the time of your birth that's a little
0: weird yeah uh,
1: yeah it is kind of unnatural
0: all right heather your turn
3: um, well, naturally I'm avoiding witnessing my birth mm-hmm. and instead I'm going, uh, I'd want to go back to 1994 so I could witness Kurt Cobain and Nirvana live and, and see them perform.
0: Nice.
3: Um, I'd go back to oh, 1977 to see star Wars premiere, um, in the heyday. And then my last one is I'd either pick dealer's choice but i'd pick like going back to when like stonehenge or the pyramids were erected you know so i could actually see like how you know how the fuck did they do that how did they get stonehenge (laughs) um
0: the pyramids they just killed a lot of people in the process basically
3: well yeah but like still the physics in order to like do that and everything um, And Stonehenge, as we found out very recently with the scientific article. They discovered that Stonehenge has lasted this long because it's made out of very hard rock. Newsflash. <laughs> I wish I was joking. That was no, an actual I, I article s- I read. I saw that article. It was yeah. so good. <laughs> <laughs> like, like well, this is why Stonehenge is indestructible.
1: It's made yeah. of rock. They took it from Wales. It's fine. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: <laughs> but how did they get all those rocks that far away i would be intrigued to, to know the the pulley system that they... i think they
1: figured that out though i think they, they figured they? out that the they rolled it they, on... have, they have yeah they have their
3: theories yeah, yeah
2: they theories, but right? they tested yeah. it yeah. and the whales so But i need
1: to
3: know
0: we we are getting ready to, to wrap up in a few minutes so i do want to want to bring like the last sort of question to the group here and i thank you all for your time uh this evening and again to sort of have some fun about time travel and what have you but um so the the question one of the questions raised in the piece is sort of the idea is is there such a thing as predetermined atrocity like will can you be born will you be a monster if that is the predetermined path for you so i'm just curious where where the three of you sort of stand is it nature is it nurture is it inevitable mateo i'll start with you
2: Oh, I mean, I feel like part of going back to my own birth is to experiment with this. Um, but <laughs> I I don't know. I feel like uh, you see all the studies about like long lost twins who end up marrying the exact same kind of human, having the exact same kind of animals and all that. But uh, I, I don't know. I feel like uh, I would like to hope that there's some choice in
0: there, but I don't know. Uh, What about you, Tamara? Where do you where do you stand on the issue from a philosophical standpoint?
1: (laughs) Philosophically, I think it's um, on the whole, probably more important uh, is the environment they grow up in. And there's there's got to be some choice in there. Like, it's not all genetic, Um, but I, I do see where some of that can come around and especially like if if you're talking about like in this specific instance if hitler grows up in the same exact community if he's exposed to the same exact events will it drive him in the same direction it might still be similar but it might not be as bad like you know i i think it's it's more of a bigger issue like the entire society has to be changed rather than just one person um so I think there, there is some flexibility in there, but I don't think it's
0: completely predetermined. I like it. And Heather, final word?
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm very similar in how Tamara feels about it. Like, you know, I think our brains might be genetically wired to lean a specific way. But if our environment, you know, and if our environment tunnels us directly in that direction, then, you know, it's, it's like I say, everyone can draw. You know, everyone everyone can learn to draw. It's a skill that you learn how to do. Some people are naturally more gifted at it and and like come, you know, able to pick up on those skills more quickly than others. Um, And I think, you know, something like being a genocidal maniac, anyone can learn to do it, right? Some people, some people just like it more than others naturally. And, um, you know, that's not great. Everyone needs (laughs) therapy.
0: That's true. Everyone <laughs> needs, needs therapy. therapy. Every- I think that's the perfect way to to kind of wrap this up, <laughs> folks. Everyone <laughs> needs therapy. Uh, it's a good message. <laughs> it's a great message. It's a positive message. I believe in this message. Uh, but uh, Matteo uh, plug something coming up for you sir and where can folks follow you on social media if you want to
2: yeah I, I, you can follow me at Matteo.Irvin.Act on Instagram uh, and I'm actually going to have a show coming up at Philly Fringe uh, next month at the, uh, end, the beginning of October So, hopefully I'll be awesome, able to Mike. be broken of the NDA by then I'll be able to talk about it <laughs>
0: I'm excited. I look forward to hearing it. Uh, if you need some good recommendations in Philly, it is my hometown. I will make sure you do not eat poorly the entire time you're there. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Tamara, for you, where can people find you? and What's coming up?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter at Total Spiffage. Uh, or if you just look up Tamara Fritz, you can probably find my socials pretty easy. Uh, I sometimes stream on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash total spiff without the edge at the end. Uh, <laughs> and I don't really have any like shows or anything to plug, but I am just uh recently announced uh am in Magic the Gathering Arena as Ooh. a an avatar <laughs> that you can buy. So if you like my voice, uh, maybe you want to hear my voice a bit more British, uh, as I am British American. Surprise! <laughs> uh, you can buy that on uh, Magic the Gathering Arena. I pray. F- uh, I play. There we go. Hey, look!
0: Mateo is he pulling just. Up his his copy right there on his phone.
1: <laughs> Fantastic.
0: And Heather, besides. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and Heather, besides time before time, anything you want to plug and uh, let them know if you choose to uh, where they can uh, go for your hilarious follows on social media. Oh, God. Uh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um I work on a lot of comics. A lot of comics. a lot, uh, a lot of them I can't talk about yet. Um, but the ones I can are Time Before Time and this small franchise called Star Wars, you may have heard of it. No. Um Throwing a
0: doesn't ring a bell.
3: Yeah, I don't know. Check <laughs> it out, your local comic shop. There's a bunch of other stuff I've worked on in the past, will work on in the future, and will never stop working until I die. Um to, to follow that journey uh yeah, you can <laughs> follow me on Twitter at Heather Antos, it's just my name. I post dog
0: pictures, it's pretty great. It, she has one of the greatest dogs ever. There's,
1: I no- love dogs. That's a good advertisement. <laughs> Her, her, her. I mean, we follow each other, yeah. We follow each other, yes,
3: yeah. We, we follow each other, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, was thank like... everybody for joining us. This has been Pick Apart Love in the Time of Hitler. Uh, my name is Matthew Klein. Uh, technically, I wrote the thing, but uh, I have nothing to do with how good it is. It's all the people involved on this call. Uh, you can find <laughs> That's me a
1: lie. On... <laughs> that is not a lie.
0: Um, you can find me on Twitter at Matthew Klein three sixteen because I am the bottom line for all things pro wrestling and very little things regardless in comics but i do post about it a lot uh make sure you check out all the amazing content offered by april's the cruelest month next week i believe we have an episode of heidi and nora don't know nerd things um this could be the special episode keep an eye out for that more content coming you can find us on at the cruelest month on instagram facebook and twitter find us on spotify google podcast apple podcast wherever you are listening now you can definitely find more of us on that platform Thank you so much for joining us, and for goodness sakes, whatever happens, don't be cruel.